Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Amri Spicer, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets, on Friday we saw equity markets in an upbeat mood. Uh, US equities rose on expectations that inflation may have peaked and Fed tightening may slow. Um, that was according to the accumulation of indicators that the uh, previous week. Uh, that helped lift the S&P 500 to close up 1.7% on the day, and that's a three-month high for the S&P 500. Bond yields, they were mixed. Uh, short maturities rose slightly, and long maturities fell slightly. And currency markets, they were also mixed, with the US dollar higher overall. In the currency markets, the US dollar index closed up 0.5% on the day. Uh, most of the majors fell slightly against the US, but the Aussie and Kiwi were pretty resilient. The Aussie ranged between 70.85 so 70, and 71.28, and the Kiwi ranged between 64.23 and 64.68. Uh, for the Kiwi, the latter is a two-month high. And the Aussie Kiwi Cross, it ranged sideways between 110.11 and 110.45. In the interest rate markets, US two-year Treasury yields rose from 3.2 to 3.25, while the 10-year yield fell from 2.9 to 2.83. Uh, that mixed behaviour, uh, possibly due to um, the Michigan Inflation Expectations Survey, which saw the longer-end expectations rising, uh, which in turn might have caused a rethink on how much the Fed needs to tighten and therefore push those shorter-end rates higher. Australian interest rates were fairly well contained, the three-year government bond yield ranging sideways between 3.16 and 3.23%, and the 10-year yield ranging between 34 and 3.5%. And uh, in commodity markets, Brent crude oil fell 2.3% to $99, copper fell 1%, gold's up 0.7%, and iron ore's down 1.5% to $109. Uh, the bits and pieces of economic news out on Friday. Uh, some of it was watched by the market. Markets are tending to latch onto anything with a, a pricing indicator embedded in it. And so something like the uh, import and export prices for the month of July, which are not usually a big deal for markets, well, they were watched. Um, and um, they showed declines in both import and particularly export prices. Uh, fuel, uh, petroleum imports fell uh, more than expected. The University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey uh, saw a rebound in economic expectations, but a mixed inflation profile. Uh, so economic expectations ahead uh, rose, while the inflation expectations for one year ahead, they fell. Uh, they normally do just follow actual inflation, which slipped recently. But the 5-10 to 10 year ahead measure, and that's the one the Fed pays more attention to, that actually rose from uh, previously 2.9% to 3.0%. Markets were expecting a fall there. So overall, the report gives us a mixed bag of information. Uh, confidence has been supported, it appears, by the slowdown in uh, inflation and mortgage rate rises, um, as well as that partial stock market recovery. But against that, there are ongoing headwinds from recessionary concerns and also diminishing uh, support from last year's fiscal stimulus. Uh, we had one Fed member on the wires, uh, Barkin, who um, said that the Fed won't declare victory on inflation yet. He wants to see price pressures falling and controlled on a sustained basis. And uh, he thought that getting inflation down to a 2% target would require short-term rates to be in restrictive territory for some time. 
On the day, what's out that could be market moving? Uh, not a great deal. It's uh, mostly second-tier data. Um, New Zealand has services PMI, which is hardly ever watched by the market. Uh, Japan will have uh, Q2 GDP. Uh, expected to see the beginning of a very moderate recovery there. And in China, we'll have the monthly big data dump, uh, retail sales, industrial production, etc. In the US, uh, just second-tier data, a uh, regional New York uh, activity survey from the Fed and a um, home builder confidence report from the NAHB. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time tomorrow morning.